and welcome to Conversations in Economic Central. Here we are back in the Birdcage Cafe, DJ. We are, we are. Hello, everyone. We're, yeah, now we were joined by a little kookaburra. We yeah? did. He yeah, obviously he likes economics. I don't yeah. know where he's gone, but he yeah. obviously likes economics. Yeah. He's having a good he? chuckle. He was, he was having a good chuckle. He was, mm. yeah. Yeah, but now today we're on the first of our um, Year 11 podcast. Oh, how because exciting. Got, well, it is exciting yes. because year 12, eight our exams, been and yeah, gone. It's going and gone. We've had that excitement. So now we're looking at our Year 11. So we're now nurturing with the them old into in with the new. And we're looking forward to them being we class. Are, aren't we? we are. Yeah. yeah. Now, so the first thing is, we're going to, today in this particular podcast, we're going to speak about Unit 1. Oh, good. Now, this is the first time these Year 11s have uh, done an exam across the whole Both year's units, worth of yes, work. So it's yes. a bit of a new yep. scenario for them. So, what would you be suggesting to them, DJ, as to how to get started? Well, on this? I mean, they should have done this already. I well, would, yes, have, I would yes. hope. But you know, you go back to the syllabus and go back to the program. Yes. Check off your syllabus points. Yes. Make sure that you that you've covered each of them in your notes yes. and you understand them. Yes. Okay, and that's your starting point. And then the next bit is, of course, is practicing, practicing, practicing. Yes. Go to those exams. Go to our prior assessments. All yes. That. Yep. And keep going through those. Now, yes. Unit One. Mm. So Unit One is micro. It is microeconomics, it is which actually is essential for understanding macro. It is, Hence yeah, it's fundamental. It is fundamental. Mm. Now, markets. What do, what do these students need to know about these markets? Because that's where we started yeah. off. All yeah, those well, that's it. I mean, if you broke up Unit One, it's markets, elasticity, efficiency, and yes, failure. Four, it is. four things. That's what I've got written down. Oh, there you go. There you go. Mind reader. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you got four things now. Markets, it's it's just back to those basics. It's mm. what is demand, what is supply, how does demand and supply work out the equilibrium price and quantity to clear the market? Yes. What causes changes to the market, changes to demand, changes to supply? Yes. Okay, so it's a fundamental stuff. How, uh, yeah. Yeah, and they need there, to be yeah. able to draw mm. the diagrams, don't yes, they? Showing of course, labeling. Yeah. yeah, knowing about movements up and down, yeah. contractions, expansions, yeah. factors shifts, affecting shifts. Yeah. Which and one's then, shifting? Correct. And then the simultaneous shift. That's a, that's probably the trickiest part. Now that's yes. quite a tricky one, isn't yes. it? Yes. Why do, is that tricky? DJ? Well, occasionally you get those questions. You might get a, a bit of data or something yes. you've got to read from in an exam, yes. and you got to work out and you go, oh, okay, that's that's demand and supply changing. Yes. One's going up, one's going down. Yes, and we did have an exam whatever. question on that. Didn't we, we did. Where yeah, one yeah. In the entire cohort actually answered it out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, you've got to you've got to be on the lookout. Yes. Simultaneous shift. Yes, yes, because then you've got to think about the fact there's three possible outcomes. Exactly. Depending on the size of the shift. Yeah. Okay. So um, once they've done, you know, the basics on the markets and mm. the demand and supply, they're then moving into elasticity. Yes. Now, why Good is fun. that? I like elasticity. Yeah. Why is that such an important? Well, it, it affects all sorts of things, doesn't it? it? Does. Of course, consumers it and businesses yep. and producers, uh, uh, governments. Uh, you know, it explains the market a little bit better. It's almost yes. like our, our earlier market stuff is just the easy, you know, basics. Yeah. And then we got to take it to the next level. We're starting yes. to talk about the slope of the demand curve and the slope yes. of the supply curve. Indeed. How does that impact things like total revenue and uh, and, and would taxes. I be right in saying with that revenue uh, side of things that they would be it would be a good idea to have learned an example of an inelastic demand revenue example and I think that would be a good idea yeah. with some figures yeah why not yes because yeah. then it's, it gives a really yeah. good illustration come, of how it works come, come up with a little example yes yes, yes. yes. Yeah, well, well we did have one we had sausages <laughs> 
elastic and we had ele- electricity for inelastic. Okay, well, yeah. I was have you know, I suppose talk about Tim Tams, of Tim course. Tim Tams, of yes, course, obviously, yes, yes. 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 But but you got you got to talk about you got to think about all those different categories of goods because because yes. it's not just demand supply elasticity; it's the other types. So think about uh, you know luxuries and yep. staples and normal and inferior yep. and and substitutes and complements. Yes, and, and having yeah. examples because because having examples is actually exactly really important. Isn't well, it? well, things like um, cross elasticity. Yeah. I always have to think in my head. Okay, yes. think of two complements. Yes, you I know, do. Think of. I don't know pizzas and garlic yes, bread, and what yeah. happens when the price goes up? Yeah. Well, the quantity of the other one will fall Correct. with the prices. Yes. Yeah, so therefore the elastic, the cross elasticity is negative for yes. complements. Yeah, and if you've got that example, you get the answer yeah. right, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Now, of course, they need to be able to do some calculations here, yes. so that's something they need to practice. Yeah, isn't well, it? that's as I keep saying, it's a real subject. We don't give them. We, we don't, don't give, give the formula. I know. We don't, we don't give them give notes. Either. You've got to. You've got to remember. Know the formula, it. You've got to know the formula. Yeah. Change in quantity over yes. the midpoint quantity yes. times the midpoint price over the change in price. And of course, if they can remember that one, they've yeah. got PES and PED sorted. Sorted. Because it's quantity demand and yes. quantity supply, isn't yes. it? So they've only got to learn yes. two for that, exactly. haven't they? So it's and not other, that much. And the other two, you've got to remember, it's always the, the percentage change in quantity on top. Yes. Okay. And then for income elasticity, it's percentage change in income yes. on the bottom. And then the other one is percentage change in the price of the alternative, the alternative good. good. For the yeah, cost, and if cost. they if they just think logically like that, it's yes. actually quite easy to remember. Very easy. Yes. Mm. Now they also need to know about the factors affecting the PES. Yeah. And PES, uh, yes. Like. Fair call. And and that's where there's often a a problem, isn't there? Like uh, yes. because the demand. Uh, the factors of shift demand and the, sh- yes. the factors that are caused demand to be inelastic can yes. be very similar. Yes. They sound and similar. We often get, don't we? Yeah. And it sounds, you know, people think we're just being silly talking about it, but yeah. how often have we seen a question where people have amalgamated yes. the two? Many times. Many times. Yeah. And get they've out, got to be separated out, the red out, pen and Yes. Get the and I expect you'll get quite shirty if anyone does that. <coughs> yes, you yes. better believe it. Well, exactly. Mm. So they've got to separate that, haven't they? If it yeah. factors that affect demand to shift it left or right, yeah. or is it affecting the responsiveness of demand? Exactly. Right? Which is where the difference comes in, yes. isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, once we did that, once we've done our elasticity, we moved straight into efficiency. We did. Now, why was that such a great topic? <laughs> Great, challenging well, it topic. Was. More. I liked it. it is, well, absolutely. Well, sorry, it is quite it's, challenging. It, it, is, it important. is quite challenging. So, yes. uh, students have to get all the various definitions and explanations yes. down. Okay, yes. so why is the demand curve the marginal benefits curve? Yes. Why is the supply curve the marginal cost curve? Correct. What do we mean by marginal benefits, marginal cost? Yes. Why is it that as price rises, the marginal benefits decline? Correct. Okay, and then how from that, then we, we draw out uh, what do we mean by total revenue yep. from price times quantity? And then that little triangle above yes. the price, which is our consumer surplus. Correct. What does consumer surplus mean? Yes. What does producer surplus mean? Yes. Okay. And and the best way to think of it is we use efficiency to, or we use consumer and producer surplus uh, to work out efficiency. Yes. If these things are maximized, then our market is operating efficient, efficiently. Correct. Anything that is preventing us operating at equilibrium and that creates dead weight loss is making us inefficient. Yes, and mm. economists believe that markets will deliver the most efficient yes. allocation of resources, yes. don't they? assuming there is no market failure. Yes. Now, when yes. we did efficiency, yes. one of the things we then looked at was governments intervening yeah. into efficient markets. Yes. Now, yeah. students often get that mixed up between government's correcting market failure yeah. and they're quite different aren't yeah they? they are so can you give the students examples of the things where we which we studied where they intervene into okay the so obviously price floors and price Correct. ceilings are a classic example yes. and and really that the point we're getting at is that no uh, any 
instance of price floors and ceilings is going to lead to inefficiency. Correct. They are not good government policies. No, okay, not. they are going to. At the moment, for instance, we've got petrol up at around yes. what is it? I've seen it at dollar seventy, dollar eighty. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not crazy. Getting near now, to now, what would happen if the government stepped in and said, "Oh no, no, petrol can't be above a dollar twenty. I mean, it would just be yeah. economic chaos. Yeah, we'd have a shortages. We'd yeah. have black markets. Yeah. You know, it'd be, be mad. So yeah. they'll probably uh, do it. Then. Well, exactly. <laughs> No comment. No comment. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anything about floors and ceilings yeah. is going to be about how it creates yeah. dead weight loss, and you need to be able to draw that draw and, and, and show the dead weight loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then of course taxes and subsidies. Yes. Okay. Now they taxes and subsidies are examples of market-based policies that correct for market failure. Yeah. But really, in this section, we're talking about how just employing a tax yeah. will generate dead weight loss. Correct. Okay. So there is a bit of crossover there. Yeah, there is. Like we've had questions about uh, uh you know uh, a sugar tax yes, okay it's a classic uh, yeah. okay now within that really was hinting that a sugar tax might actually help with efficiency yeah. if it's correcting for yeah. a market failure for a negative yeah. externality caused by sugar yeah. okay but if it's just a question just about putting a tax on drinks or soft yeah. drinks or whatever with no justification yeah. around the negative externality then of course it's going to lead to dead weight loss yeah Exactly. Yeah. So they've got to get and, and subsidy diagrams are difficult to draw. Aren't they, they are. They are very difficult. And even tax diagrams yeah, are difficult, difficult to draw. To draw. They're, they're, they're common and they've mistake. got to think there about the ta the um, consumer tax incidents, haven't yes. they? And the producer tax incidents. Yes. And that's where our elasticity yeah. comes back yeah. in as to how it's shared. Yeah. Now I uh, I'm not, not sure how you taught your kids, but I said when when we did those diagrams for externality, yeah. so we're talking about failure better yeah, we'll in a minute. But yeah. when we talk about negative uh, externalities and we've got the models and we've showing yeah. the two demand curves yes. or the two supply curves I have not I've not I've said don't no. go on and then shift the supply curve no, and show, show the no. tax just no. just show the gap correct. as being how yes. big the tax yes. should yeah. be needs to be to correct the problem exactly yeah. Yeah. otherwise it's we're just, just overcomplicating exactly and we and just we keep it simple yes. yeah. keep it simple and get it yeah. right because it, 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 yeah you know, it's the best thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so that, that covers off our efficiency, which moves yeah. into our market failure. And yeah. there, are, there are instances where markets fail. So what are they? What are they? Okay. So uh, we, we can talk about things like market power yes. being the classic, yep. of course. Uh, we've got market power. We've got externalities, yes. both positive and negative. Yes. And then we've got our different categories of goods and in particular, yes. of course, common property goods and... and Public, public goods. goods and this is where they've got to get their characteristics their explainability yes. explained and their and rivalry explained okay so if we go through each of those yes. the market power was a pretty big topic it, it was, was just talking about how firms uh, with market power can restrict the quantity yes. to raise the price we had a little easy little diagram to show that and yes, show nice the dead weight loss yes. um but within that with there were a variety of things like well how do barriers to entry occur so how can yes. a firm prevent um, competition yes uh, so different things. We also looked about anti-competitive behaviour, yes, such as collusion and things yeah. like that. And then we looked at the ACCC and what is the ACCC's yeah. role in trying to correct for yeah. some of that. So there is a bit within that, yeah, there is. within that topic that you can talk about. And then they can move to the externalities. Okay, so externalities. We got positive and negative consumption and production, yep. and we've got a model for each. So there's four different models yep. that you can use to show. Yep. Uh, what are the characteristics of of them? Positive and negative. Yep. Um, so we've either got overconsumption, yeah. overproduction, or underconsumption, underproduction. Exactly. And then we talked about, again, government correction. So yes. market-based policies versus command and control yes. policies. So a market-based policy 
is taxes or subsidies. Yep. Uh, and then command and control is direct intervention. So yes. something like smoking is a good example yes. where both is used, both types Correct. of policies are used heavily. Yeah. Okay, it's a yeah. negative consumption externality, heavily taxed, yes. but also some very strict command and control policies About restricting you buying yeah. and advertising and where you can and smoke. Getting and getting stricter, actually. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's okay. a good example of good. command policies. Yeah, it? and then we can lead into our different types of goods. Yeah. Okay, and you have to get those definitions right. What do we mean by exclu excludability yeah. versus rivalry? And students really struggle to yeah, explain rivalry. Yeah. It's not easy to explain, but it, it, it is the idea that when you consume a product, it reduces the available supply of For the product. Exactly, which is different from, from excludability, which is that there is a clear property right Correct. and that you can prevent non-payers. And they, okay? they need to use those terms, property rights, don't yeah, they? I mean, I that's so. really yeah. important, yeah, yeah. which they use to, to yeah. show that they've understood what it means. So, but once they've done that, then yeah. it's relatively easy to well, explain. And why, why do common property goods and public goods uh, create market failure because of course we can't stop the free riders because Correct. of that that fact yes. that they are non-excludable so there's no property rights yeah, exactly stop and so therefore yeah. you need examples some Correct. good examples of each yep. so and try not to confuse public goods with a merit good so public yes. education is not a public good Correct. it is a merit that's good. that's uh, that actually is a yeah. good thing to say because exactly. we get mixed up public goods yeah. are things like parks streetlights yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. a very clear thing you know lighthouses yes. you know uh, you know, you can't stop non-payers and, and your consumption yeah. of the of the street light is not someone else Correct. consuming it. Yes. Whereas a common property good, so many so many of the environmental goods. So think yeah. of things like fish in the yeah. sea and the crabs and the yeah. in the in the you know, water or whatever it is. Well, the crabs are actually going across Christmas Island at the moment. Are they? Mm, I saw a program with these red crabs walking across there. Interesting. Quite, it was quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, what else? I, I mean, the atmosphere is an interesting one because yes. uh, to, to some extent it's it's been treated like a public good. Uh, yes, but the, at, the atmosphere at some point becomes a common property resource. It becomes rival once yes. you've got a certain amount of, of uh, pollution. That's in very it. true. Yes. That's very so, true. Mm. Yeah. And so once they get to that point, they've yep. covered off that first union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears> there's <throat> my voice going. Um, you know, in your exam, you've got 24 more to choice. 12 yep. of them are going to be on these topics. Yes. You're going to have at least one short answer. Yep. And you should have at least one choice on of the essays. Of the essays. Which will be from Unit 1. Exactly. So, you mm. can imagine that an essay is going to cover a bit about markets, a bit about elasticity, yeah. and probably a bit about market value. Yeah, some bring sort them of together. combination of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, probably the hard, I'd say the hardest of all those topics is efficiency yes i would agree with you. i think it's, yeah. it's explaining that means a little bit is. yeah getting yeah. You, you make need to make sure your, your definition's right that mm. you can bring them together to to give an overall yeah. view of what efficiency yes. is yes yeah 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 mm. so I think that sums up unit one quite well. Yeah, yeah, it's good units. Keep yes. practicing. I think yes. is the best. Is the best. I think that's Draw good. those diagrams. diagrams practice those diagrams. Absolutely. Yes. Sorted. Exactly. Yes. Excellent. All right. Good luck. Bye for now.